Welcome to First Formation, a weekday podcast for high church lowlifes like me, Logan Isaac, looking to get the fuck up and pray. This is where Pew Pew HQ shares morning prayers for the humble, hearty folk caught in the crosshairs of God and country. A podcast for anyone who cares for soldiers and veterans enough to follow us into the mud and the suck. To hear the good news through grunts and with grunts, in the unity of the Holy Spirit as one church forever and ever. Fall in. Psalm 73 Truly God is good to the upright, to those who are pure in heart. But as for me, my feet had almost stumbled, my steps had nearly slipped. For I was envious of the arrogant, I saw the prosperity of the wicked. For they have no pain, their bodies are sound and sleek. They are not in trouble as others are, they are not plagued like other people. Therefore pride is their necklace, violence covers them like a garment. Their eyes swell out with fatness. Their hearts overflow with follies. They scoff and speak with malice. Loftily they threaten oppression. They set their mouths against heaven, and their tongues range over the earth. Therefore the people turn and praise them and find no fault in them. And they say, How can God know? Is there knowledge in the Most High? Such are the wicked. Always at ease, they increase in riches. All in vain I have kept my heart clean and washed my hands in innocence. For all day long I have been plagued and I am punished every morning. If I had said, I will talk on in this way, I would have been untrue to the circle of your children. But when I thought how to understand this, it seemed to me a wearisome task until I went to the sanctuary of God. Then I perceived their end. Truly you set them in slippery places. You make them fall to ruin. How they are destroyed in a moment swept away utterly by terrors. They are like a dream when one awakes. On awaking you despise their phantoms. When my soul was embittered, when I was pricked in heart, I was stupid and ignorant. I was like a brute beast toward you. Nevertheless, I am continually with you. You hold my right hand. You guide me with your counsel, and afterward you will receive me with honor. Whom have I in heaven but you? And there is nothing on earth that I desire other than you. My flesh and my heart may fail, but God is the strength of my heart and my portion forever. Indeed, those who are far from you will perish. You put an end to those who are false to you. But for me it is good to be near God, for I have made the Lord God my refuge to tell of all your works. Job chapter 40, verses 6 through 14. Gird up your loins like a man. I will question you, and you declare to me. Will you even put me in the wrong? Will you condemn me that you may be justified? Have you an arm like God, and can you thunder with a voice like his? Deck yourself with majesty and dignity. Clothe yourself with glory and splendor. Pour out the overflowings of your anger, and look on all who are proud and abase them. Look on all who are proud and bring them low. Tread down the wicked where they stand. Hide them in all the dust together. Bind their faces in the world below. Then I will also acknowledge to you that that your own right hand can give you victory. Then Job answered the Lord, I know that you can do all things, and that no purpose of yours can be thwarted. Who is this that hides counsel without knowledge? 
Therefore I have uttered what I did not understand, things too wonderful for me which I did not know. Hear, and I will speak, I will question you, and you will you declare to me. I had heard of you by the hearing of your ear, but now my eyes sees you. Therefore I despise myself and repent in dust and ashes. The Gospel of Luke, chapter 22, verses 31 through 33 and 54 through 62. Simon, Simon, listen. Satan has demanded to sift all of you like wheat, but I have prayed for you that your own faith may not fail. And you, when once you have turned back, strengthen your brothers. And he said to him, Lord, I am ready to go with you to prison and to death. Then they seized him and led him away, bringing him to the high priest's house. But Peter was following at a distance. When they enkindled a fire in the middle of the courtyard and sat down together, Peter sat among them. Then a servant girl, seeing him in the firelight, stared at him and said, This man was also with him. But he denied it, saying, Woman, I do not know him. A little later, someone else, on seeing him, said, You are also one of them. But Peter said, Man, I am not. Then, about an hour later, still another kept insisting, Surely this man was also with him, for he is a Galilean. But Peter said, Man, I do not know what you are talking about. At that moment, while he was still speaking, the cock crowed. The Lord turned and looked at Peter. Then Peter remembered the word of the Lord, how he had said to him, Before the cock crows today, you will deny me three times. And he went out and wept bitterly. Good morning and welcome to the 15th Wednesday after Pentecost. Uh, This morning's readings... Uh, I had a bit, a bit of a hiccup, um, but we have uh, the 73rd Psalm in full, um, and then we had a selection from Job, uh, one, a part from chapter 40 and another part from 42, which I failed to notice at first, and that's why there's that big pause. And then uh, Luke chapter 22 uh, was kind of split as well, but um, the uh, section from Job... Um, begins with God challenging Job um, out of the whirlwind. God says, um, gird up your loins like a man, etc., etc. But I'm just astounded by verses 10 on. God tells Jonah, deck yourself with majesty and dignity, clothe yourself with glory and splendor, pour out the overflowings of your anger and look on all who are proud and abase them. And it goes on. Um, but God is telling Jonah to stand up and, and start acting. Um, and he's, or God is, I mean, it's this, I mean, it's not quite tough love, but it's, it's just like firm, get up and do this thing, um, in the middle of this horrific tragedy that he suffered. Um, and then Job answers God um, he just kind of reflects on when he first heard of God um, saying that uh, you know, he heard of him with his ears and um, asking who is this that hides counsel without knowledge um, and he, he kind of like apologizes he says I've uttered what I did not understand things wonderful for me which I did not know um and it's this just kind of odd exchange 
um, but it's also this encouraging exchange and um, what God is uh, you know likely to do um, and whether it's Abraham or Moses like he can God can speak, speak pretty frankly with you uh, not always with words but um, if you think of God as some kind of weird accountant in the sky you're not paying very close attention to our scriptures um, but m- maybe more clearly, I won't say more importantly, um, but we have this um, really clear example of betrayal by uh, Peter, and it's in the midst of believing that he's going to go to death with him. Um, Peter's, you know, one of the most ambitious and charismatic of the apostles, and um, he's often thought of as kind of the second-hand man a right-hand man. Um, he's a hand, hand-me-down apostle. Uh, no, he's thought of as the right hand to Jesus sometimes. And he's eager. He's ready to be executed and everything else, or at least he thinks so. Prison, death, doesn't matter. And yet when he sees it go down, uh, he backs away. And he denies even being a part of this company of apostles that Jesus has created. Um, three people challenge him and say, aren't you one of them? And each time he says no. And it's so early in the morning that the cock has just crowed and Jesus hears it and looks at Peter to remind him, not necessarily as uh, condemnation, I don't think, um, but as this deep tragedy of uh, not knowing what you're capable of. You know, Peter believed to his core in in Jesus' message and Jesus himself. And he tells him, you know, I'm ready to go to prison or to death. And then when that opportunity arises, he he shies away from it. Um, and we can read the passage in Jonah as, in a way, shying away from his own potential. God says, do these things, you know, like there's nothing stopping you. Um even in the midst of, tra- of tragedy, um, he gives Jonah permission to be angry, um, to look on all who are proud and bring them low, to tread down the wicked where they stand. Um, and so this, I don't know, self-doubt or self-ambition, these two sides of the same coin of, of not knowing oneself, of not knowing the, you know, your full potential, um, is, I think, it's certainly one thing that the military um, ended in me, maybe not ended, but certainly like brought to light. Um, I went through high school just not caring, just, I mean, most of it was a breeze to me, so I didn't do very well because I never tried, I was never challenged. Um, And in the military, I remember, you know, in basic training, this drill sergeant who seemed to hate you, and I'm pretty sure he did hate me. He told me a couple times <laughs> offline. Um, this this person who has you know nothing to gain from you winning or losing, um, you know, puts an obstacle in front of you and tells you you're going to do this, and the task looks too hard. And yet, you know, an hour later, despite the fact that you were confident that. You know, it was impossible and it was all one big joke. You do it. You don't know your own potential until someone else awakens it in you. Um, And that uh, being human, 
um, it means that you're capable of both good and evil. Peter was capable of denying Christ, just as much as Jonah was capable of uh, being clothed in glory and splendor um, and, and kind of bringing the hammer down on his detractors. Um, I think that's, that is the essence of being human, to be capable of so much. Um, and uh, the, the difficulty is, is awakening that in one another and in yourself to truly live life fully, um, to live life to the fullest, as the Bible says, the passage. Um, and I think that's, that's a challenge before us today and every day uh, to wake up and remember to live life to its fullest, that you're capable of so much. And the only thing standing in your way often is, is, your, is yourself. A prayer of self-dedication from the Book of Common Prayer. Almighty and eternal God, so draw our hearts to you, so guide our minds, so fill our imaginations, so control our wills, that we may be wholly yours, utterly dedicated to you. And then use us, we pray you, as you will, and always to your glory and the welfare of your people, through our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Amen. Thank you for falling into First Formation, where PPUHQ shares morning prayers for the humble, hardy folk caught in the crosshairs of God and country. If you like what you've heard, I hope you'll consider participating in one of the three following ways. First, you can support the podcast with a monthly contribution at anchor.fm slash firstformation slash support. You can sponsor morning prayer for Pew Pew people with as little as a dollar a month and you can cancel at any time if I piss you off. Second, you can become a co-host by recording a weekday lectionary reading yourself and sending it to me to be included in an episode of your choosing. Instructions for co-hosts will be provided to you directly, and you don't have to be a grunt to participate in First Formation in this or any way. Finally, and most importantly, you can send me your prayer requests of a minute or less with a recording app of your choice. Prayers may be added to a morning prayer episode, aired anonymously, if you wish, or kept private for me to pray for off-air. So there you have it, three ways to participate in morning prayers for pew-pew people. I hope you'll continue to listen in and maybe even consider participating yourself. This has been Logan Isaac, always faithful, always family. Semper Familia.